हेलो एवरीवन एंड वेलकम बैक टू द टॉर्क पॉडकास्ट सीरीज आई एम योर होस्ट अजय रामसुब्रमण्यम को फाउंडर एंड सीईओ ऑफ स्टार्टअप रिजर्व एज अ पार्ट ऑफ दिस पॉडकास्ट सीरीज वी आर डूइंग इंटरेक्टिव चैट्स विद फाउंडर्स फ्रॉम द फर्स्ट कोहोर्ट ऑफ आर टॉर्क इनिशिएटिव थ्रू टॉर्क वी एट स्टार्टअप रिजर्व आर हेल्पिंग बी टू बी एंटरप्राइज सॉफ्टवेयर स्टार्टअप टू कनेक्ट विद कस्टमर्स मच फास्टर बाय सेटिंग अप वन ऑन वन इंट्रोडक्शन विद आर इंडस्ट्री रोलोडेक्स आर एम हियर इज टू ब्रिंग ट्वेंटी फाइव डेडिकेटेड यूनिक cross industry corporate connections with decision makers across industries so that startups which are at a an early growth trajectory can focus on on building the product servicing their customers whereas we help in building a solid uh, funnel of new customers that they can go after today we have uh, an interesting company with us uh, and i would call the founder to be a seasoned founder because i have known uh, amit desai the co-founder and ceo of assessup for about 7 8 years now Welcome to the show, Amit. Thank you so much, Ajay. Really uh, fortunate to be part of the show. Awesome. So, I like in the introduction, I called you a seasoned founder. If you can tell us a little bit about your journey and how did you go about uh, conceptualizing Assessup in the first place? Sure. We've been into this uh, specific business for five years now. But prior to this, um, you know, I ran an HR services firm for a period of seven years. and my now co-founder uh, separately ran a business intelligence and analytics firm um, for a period of 6 years and um, while i was in my hr services business um, we used to place a lot of people train a lot of people but even after doing everything my customers would still not be absolutely thrilled or happy with the kind of talent that was coming into the organization and uh, my today's co-founder twinkle who ran the intelligence firm they used to use a lot of statistical model and a lot of data to try and predict uh, you know probability to default for a for a loan or a credit risk market risk models and that really uh, one day i was talking to twinkle and that really um, got us going was that why can't we use similar statistical and business intelligence model in the talent um, landscape and um, help companies predict how somebody will do on the job and that really um, set the seed for assess hub um, you know as we know it now um, initially we looked at um, all the industries all roles and levels within each of them and we looked at critical skills and competencies that are required to do that job well and then we looked at what is it uh, that is globally being done so the first two years out of the five years we built the whole technology platform the whole uh, you know the the test and the whole ip uh, in the first um, initial period and once that was done um, we reached a product market fit in the in the third year of our business and from that we've not looked back today in the last 3 years we uh, service over 100 customers we've assessed over a million people and almost across all sectors amongst the top 5 companies one or two they definitely use our platform so that's the whole the genesis of this company ajay that's great and that that was a good short uh, pitch about what you do because we uh, believe that the audience that is going to be listening to the talk podcast series is going to comprise of uh, industry leaders investors and so on so forth and that was a, a fairly good uh, short pitch for assessup having said that you chose to to do business or build business in an unsexy area like uh, hr Uh, at the same time uh, people is what we deal with in different walks of our life so however unsexy it might be 
I guess using technology to uh, address problems at different stages of getting people on board, evaluating people, getting people up the ladder. I guess that is uh, that is something that organizations over over time have started investing in into technology, uh, whether you call it learning and development, whether you call it recruitment, uh, assessment, so on and so forth. What is the total addressable market that you were looking at when you actually started Assessor? When we started Assessor, uh, the entire, um, you know, now what is called an HR tech space was pretty nascent. And um, all we had in terms of digitization was HR software, which has been around for a long time. Um, at that point in time, the the global market um, for a service offering like ours, which is part of an HR problem, uh, was pegged at around two billion dollars annually and was projected to grow at around uh, you know ten to fifteen percent uh, on an annualized uh, basis. But uh, recently, um, you know, just a couple of months back, uh, uh, Deloitte has published a survey that specifically, um, you know, uh, the the talent assessment or the the fitment market is approximately um, you know 10 billion dollars globally and growing at a very fast rate you know of 20% year on year um, and thanks to covid it has just accelerated the timeline great i'll kind of take a step back because having known you for for a while and what you have been building with assessor over the years uh, i know for a fact that this is if you were to call it uh, version 2.0 because there was an earlier version of assessor and over time when you went about raising uh, an, an angel round, you also underwent a, a small transition. Would you want to kind of uh, delve into a little bit of that? Like what, what was it that you're doing earlier and what are you doing differently in version 2.0? Sure, you absolutely just said it right. Initially, uh, you know, we believed on, in one thesis, which was uh, if any company is supposed to go grow or any country is supposed to grow, the growth is going to be fueled by its people. And uh, because there was no technology per se, um, you know, mainstream, we our entire um, vision was revolving around how we can digitize things for the whole process, um, resulting into how we can save a lot of time and cost by doing things electronically and online and all of that. Um, as we um, moved forward and we reached the, you know, the, the 40, 50 customer milestone, what what really came to light and obviously with the advancement in technologies like AI and ML, what came to light was that it was really possible um, to use the inherent organizational data to create trends and come up with, uh, you know, all sorts of decision making capabilities, which earlier was not present. So from being a pure uh, time and cost saving, digitizing the process, we've moved to a completely analytics driven a data-driven talent decision-making platform now. Nice. So the kind of co-founding team that you have is, is very supplementary or complementary the way you, you would look at it. I mean, you coming from a background of running an HR services company and your co-founder Twinkle running a business intelligence and analytics company bringing the, the tech uh, to the table. Um, so by and far, having been in the industry for, for a decently long time, what do you think are the biggest challenges that the industry or HR as a domain has faced over the years? And how are you seeing it evolve? So, Ajit, the way uh, we've seen it experienced firsthand is uh, broadly three um, core challenges. Um, first, from a technology standpoint, um, you know, the business has never looked at uh, 
HR being a you know a big spender or a big requirement of technology per se because it was more people oriented and hence very physical and touch intensive so that was a challenge in helping people understand that it could still be done better the second challenge is that um, you know generally hr is to be seen as a cost center for a business um, you know as compared to let's say sales or marketing which is a revenue center so to um, to convince uh, uh, organizations specifically in india to look at hr also as a profit center uh, by implementing technology which can you know eventually result in higher quality of people resulting into better bottom line was uh, was the challenge number 2 and as we have matured the 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 current challenge that we see is that while we are uh, equipped and um, there is an intent to use data at the center of making the entire decision making process but historically organizations have not been keeping data so um, these are the three core challenges the adoption of tech allocating budget and having data in place to start the data driven journey sure sure and are you seeing it all change oh, oh yes absolutely a year a couple of years ago we had to really go out and try and explain and consult now we most of our businesses um, you know are is is incoming is it it comes from the industry they are they know what they want they know technology can solve a problem it's just about identifying the right partner for them also um, you know what has been um, spoken around in um, in the business circles also and in, in common knowledge that for organizations to prosper they are all saying that hr needs to have like a board seat and um, hr is now being taken into consideration uh, in in a larger strategic organizational decisions also so that is a very welcome change for a company like us where they can so if in a one line i could put it for the entire spectrum of our product hr can now singularly make a buying decision got it and uh, are you seeing i mean uh, again because you have been around for as long as as assessor has been uh, have you seen the space heat up in terms of hr tech because for a very long time uh, hr tech companies uh, yes they were there but there were fairly a few which were kind of doing well or which were known in the in the broader uh, circles um, and also their ability to kind of uh, crack deals at at enterprise level was was not that high so i mean uh, have you seen that kind of change in terms of uh, uptake from a founder or a startup perspective that that the space is kind of heating up yeah the yeah the space is heating up pretty pretty well um very happy to also know that because uh, technology's ability to solve a people's problem is becoming uh, clearer by the day so a lot of companies have come up um, to solve the the hr problem as a whole but what you see now is there are a lot of localized player and lot of niche players trying to solve a particular problem um so uh, so it's a good thing the market is expanding uh, the adoption is pretty high it has become mature to an extent where uh, there are companies who would let's say just go and solve the problem of employee well being or employee engagement per se which initially you know was part of just a core hrms platform so it's it's hitting up pretty well uh, you see a lot of new tech coming into play you see a lot of global companies uh, who are into hr tech space been really long in the us or or the western world are now eyeing at india as a market sure so uh, going to the next question so uh, i know that you have a good number of uh, customers and many of these have been with you for a decently long time 
from from an audience perspective if you'd want to kind of talk about what was the the response that you got from your early customers which are the ones that have stuck around with you for the the longest and where do they uh, kind of find most value in your product because given that assessor the way it is it is very modular in nature and i'm sure that like what you said in your in your earlier comment i guess uh, companies are going after i'm mean, just like startups are going after very uh, specialized verticals to build even within the broader uh, hr spectrum i guess even uh, companies that are leveraging or using technology in the broader uh, hr space they are looking for very uh, particular kind of uh, areas or uh, or verticals or modules which they might be using so uh, if you can just uh, go part by part in terms of some of the the industries to which you cater to customers that have stuck with you for the longest and which are the more uh, higher selling kind of uh, areas for your business sure when we started this um, you know the first part of your question was um, you know how did the organization respond earlier they would really take it with a lot of disbelief and doubt when we started which is ceased to exist anymore now people are um, you know very happily asking for it when we started we had a um, theory and that theory was that uh, a platform like ours is basically using data to try and um, you know give better people or help companies build better teams um, so what we looked at is that what are the industries where um, you know sectors where the, the, this problem um, uh, there is a there is a huge disparity um, like um, for example what came to light first in our research was financial services they hire people in absolutely large volume there's pretty high attrition rate and it's a very big uh, pain point because most people are hired in a revenue generating position which is like sales or service and so on and so forth so um, and for every one job there are 10 people who are willing to do that job so that's where we looked at areas uh, or sectors like bfsi retail um, fmcg the um, these kind of companies they uh, pharmaceutical these kind of companies were really um, the company that provided an ideal target uh, ground for us second we looked at very category looked at uh, companies which had um, an innovating mindset because here the whole thing was there was a possibility that it may not work and we needed companies who would bet on an innovation ride the wave of um, you know uh, failing and succeeding and then call something of their own which would give them a really long term sustainable advantage so we looked at sectors and we looked at top 5 companies within those sectors we went after them and fortunately you know um, each of them are with us for almost 4 years now because um, the data that we build itself learns and becomes better with every single assessment that is processed so now they have wealth of refined data with us and as a result they've been with us for a longer time i think one of the major challenges that lot of startups have in selling to large enterprises or b2b customers is to kind of build the the stickiness uh, into it to make that sale for the first time probably is is much easier but uh, as it is uh, known for decades and across industries and across geographies i think uh, getting your sales to kind of have retention i think that is the biggest challenge and if some customers are sticking with you for as long as 4 years and you know talking of large industries like telecom banking financial services i think that's a commendable job for uh, or from assessor so kudos kudos to you and uh, twinkle and the team for that my next question would have been attuned to the traction that you have experienced so far and the fact that you have been around for 6 7 years that assessor has has been there i think a good number of uh, pointers around the traction piece uh, has been covered in in what you have said earlier 
So I'll just tweak my question a little bit without naming uh, the customer or a person. What are some of the interesting conversations that you've had over time when it comes to Assessor or how HR views technology? Any any nuggets that, that are there? An interesting uh, theme that always comes across is that um, you know, can you do something where I can retain these people for a longer period of time? Um, this invariably comes up in almost um, all major conversation while we are help, and we always say that, you know, because we are trying to plug the problem at the source. So if you get good people, um, you know, they're likely to perform better in, in your culture. And as a result, they'll be able to they'll retain themselves a little longer. But, um, you know, that's something has, uh, you know, actually not conclusively proven because retention is a factor, a lot of things. So this is one interesting conversation that keeps coming up. The the second conversation that keeps coming up is, uh, you know, is there a way in which we can know, um, you know, if we offer, if we make offer to five candidates, uh, what is the probability of them joining us? Can you, you know, use some magic to uh, let us know that because they spend a lot of, uh, time waiting for people to join and on the last day they decide uh, that they will not join and there we've had some headway in terms of um, you know uh, mapping the background of a person and the culture of the organization like if a person is coming from a multinational to a startup or from a startup to a multinational or from a you know a conglomerate to a indian-owned traditional business as you know commonly referred as uh, you know owner driven um, so we match those kind of things and we are able to help solve that but these are the few um, interesting things on you know like also one more thing that keeps coming up is if i reject this person for a particular role can you help me that uh, within my organization only can this person fit into another role so that my sourcing effort is not wasted so these are the few interesting um, you know problem areas within the problem we are solving that regularly come out but again, like you like you rightly uh, alluded to, right? I mean, it's more of a, a cultural thing, right? right? I mean, uh, retention or people uh, and I mean, uh, again, culture can be broken down into a whole bunch of uh, subsets and probably to, to look at uh, age as a demography, I think uh, there are a lot many more people today in who are in there for, uh, I mean, if, you're, if I were to just kind of put it out, probably people in their 20s and uh, I mean, 20 to 30, whatever the, the age group is. I guess, uh, who are more, uh, for lack of words, experimental or who want to kind of, and not to kind of pinpoint or fault, but a lot of them, they want to gain that experience, which allow them to become probably better people or help them understand what they are good at, what they like doing and so on and so forth. So, and because we are talking more and more of uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning and a whole bunch of uh, personalization and, and whatnot that comes into it. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, expectation from people who use your technology might be that if you're able to kind of get me better insights into who who is having higher propensity or probability to stick around for longer, I think that is what they might be kind of looking at. But that's interesting. Sure. Uh, I just on this specific point of millennials and, um, you know, I have an ask from, you know, I unfortunately can't name it, but one of the largest uh, business groups in the country they, we just had a conversation with the group CHRO and the whole, they're telling me that, um, Amit, we will give you access to um, every single email an employee writes to anybody, every single Zoom call that is recorded, every single calendar invites that they make, every single team meetings that they go to, every kind of training that they, the entire data of conversation that an employee has with other team members or the organization, even asking for leaves and so on and so forth 
and they are asking is can i then build a persona or a dna that really culturally aligns with that organization <laughs> that's very borderline for a lot of things yeah absolutely what uh, there is an ask is what i'm saying sure so anit uh, most of the customers that uh, assessor has in in your version 2.2 avatar they are they're largely customers in india you have customers outside of india so they're largely india based but uh, we have 14 customers outside of india for example the landmark group uh, which is a large retail company they use it in the entire middle east there is a uh, for all they are 200 stores uh, you know across middle east they there's a company the, the bahrain government they use our platform for um, you know a, quite a lot of their transportation division we and we've been localizing it and doing it in their you know regional languages so and obviously we have customers in the uh, in the north american market in the in some customers in in the uk and um, you know in we have a we have a big big one in in africa actually um so uh, like a like a paytm equivalent there's a company called jumia um they are in all all african countries all or all, all 20 of them and they do similar volumes like paytm we we are a we are um, uh, you know we they are our customer they use our platform basically so we do have some customers outside very cool and you have been able to close all these customers i'm presuming without having to travel right that's really a good question ajay in fact uh, yeah we've never traveled to these locations to make them or serve them as a customer uh, in fact um, 70% of customers in india we've not met till date they are all delivered from our office online using a demo or a free trial and they just buy very cool that's that's interesting so overall you have 70 plus uh, concurrent customers right now that you are catering to it, yeah right it's in this whole last 6 months we've um, you know the, the number has reached to 100 now awesome that's traction for you now whoever is listening and if you're interested in hr tech as a space assessor definitely has the the traction that one would be looking for so amit uh, what are your goals for the next 6 12 36 months uh, i know we have had uh, conversations but anything interesting that you're you're working on which kind of uh, may or may not be hr tech but where people are at the core of it anything new that you're you're building anything interesting there are two things which are uh, what we believe will fundamentally change the way things happen today um one is uh, we've already signed up a bank here in india for that right from um, you know the searching of a resume till the offer that is going to be made um, there is nobody from the bank that is going to be involved there is nobody from our end that is going to be involved it's completely going to be automated on our platform it's between our platform and the candidate sure so that's that's one really interesting thing it's it has a combination of ivr whatsapp chatbot all of that into it um so that's automating the whole process but the second thing that we are also very excited about is our um is our capability to evaluate a free flowing video conversation for its context so um, a lot of video conversations have been available which just translates what is spoken and then you know you get a result but we are able to context the video for a specific purpose like today one customer um, you know they using it to for the sales people on the team to practice their sales pitch with various customer use cases and the video gives them a result how good their pitch was so that's something uh, what we are seeing can really change the way you know that is also in another use case replacing or not not really replacing but enhancing the first round of interview so these two things are we are really excited about 
Awesome. That's that's something really interesting that you have lined up for the next few months, quarters. My next question would be, and I should have probably asked this to you earlier, how big is the team? So, um, um, we are just 14 people and we've been 14 to 16 people right from day one. And they're the same people that they are till today. Nice. So, just like you're helping people with stickiness, there has been stickiness that you've experienced firsthand as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. We are blessed with good people. Awesome. That's cool. So, Amit, uh, any closing words that you have for our audience? It could be a, a very quick uh, pitch, uh, whether for a customer, for investor, or just in general, uh, talking about how HR tech is evolving and people should have their eyes and ears open. What would be your closing remarks or comments? So, uh, what I would like to say is across the employee life cycle, whether it is hiring, training, development, or promotion, if any organization would want to uh, measure talent using um, core data at the center we are probably um, you know very humbly put it one of the best that uh, that exists today and um, on on the on the hr tech piece um, we've been hearing we've been seeing a lot of people have been talking but from what i'm seeing on the ground using technology artificial intelligence specifically and machine learning to top it up it is very easily possible. So if somebody tells you that you can, they can enhance and um, you know uh, the entire process of recruitment without any human intervention. My uh, request is from a first-hand experience. Please do believe that because it's possible. Great. So with that, I would like to conclude this wonderful chat with uh, Amit Desai, co-founder and CEO of Assess Hub. Uh, they have been in the business for a while and they are trying to kind of reimagine the business of people or HR strongly advocate whoever is listening to this podcast to have a look at Assess Up and get connected with Amit. Thanks, Amit. Have a wonderful day. Sure, Ajay. Thank you so much. And you're really putting up all these different kinds of programs from time to time. I think you're doing a great help to the startup ecosystem. I really wish we had you guys, you know, in this format when we really, really started up. It's going to help a lot of them. Thank you. dot com.